you. <laughs> Third time's the charm. <laughs> Episode five seventy eight. We are in business. That was touch and go for a second. Yeah, um, I, might, I might be getting Susie uh, uh, SIM cards for next Christmas. <laughs> there were some strange technical difficulties, but we're in business. Maybe that's a harbinger of 2022. Who's to say? Oh, Lordy. We should probably address the fact that we recorded our Monday episode, like, mm-hmm. in December, even though mm-hmm. it's our New Year episode. And that was probably a mistake. Might might <laughs> Might have been. Like, here's the thing. Life is pretty normal and predictable. Yeah. Until it's absolutely not normal and totally unpredictable. <laughs> it was a classic. Remember when we were optimistic? Dale? Oh my God, Susie. Classic. Remember when we were optimistic? I was a little too optimistic. <laughs> Like I, I I didn't think the bar was that high. If I'm remembering correctly, I believe you said something about wanting to put down roots. I <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. I said, you know, I'm gonna and, and I was I, I predicted I was gonna be in Denver. I was there for a second. Then I was not there. Because <laughs> uh I mean, where do I even freaking start with this? I mean, you don't have to if you want to save it for next time after you, like, get some perspective. That's fine. I might need that. This will yeah. be like a cliffhanger. You guys will have yeah. to tune in next week yeah. to hear how everything just unraveled. But know that 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 life is a roller coaster. Yeah. And, you know, ups and downs. But you can always count on the Brain Candy Podcast to be here with What's the exciting new episode. I forget the little cliche, but it's like, make plans, God laughs, or something like oh, that. Oh, yes. My mom says that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it yeah, is. Yeah, God laughs when we make plans. Yeah, it does seem to be true that like when you're like, okay, everything's settled. This then, is the classic don't count your chickens before they're hatched. I guess so, but I could have sworn they were hatching. <laughs> I thought so, too. I at least saw movement. Well, you know what? They did hatch, and then all of them were dead. Oh, no. Don't say that. <laughs> they hatched, and they were like, ah. I some, thought, of them, some of them. <laughs> I thought the Monday episode was dark, but, boy, we were just, we were just oh getting Oh, my started. God. That was, like, right. foreshadowing, maybe. I think so. But, anyway... Well, you know, onward and upward, we carry on. Whatever. Yeah. That's one thing we've learned about this show. We just I'm sure there'll be good it. material. Okay. Let's start with a little or a big, who's to say, documentary roundup. Woo! My goodness. Roundup. I have been oh, what? What? on a roll. I mean, okay. First one we got to talk about was the Beanie Baby one. Oh my God. I did not know there was a Beanie Baby documentary. How did it take this long? Actually, no, I'm glad it took this long. It yeah. was just the right amount of time <laughs> to pass for it You're to so hit right. optimal, like nostalgia levels. Yes. I know this is that you have a lot to say on this, but can we just like, you've seen that meme of the two yes. couples separating the Beanie Babies in divorce court? Yes. Golly. You know what? There weird. is not. They didn't Weird. even include that in the documentary. Oh, I hope that's a real thing that really Yeah, because when, when it was over, I thought, wait a minute, what about that custody what, case or whatever like, it was? Can we please interview them? 
Oh, I want to. Where are they now for those guys? Okay, tell go? me all are about the doc. Yes. Can Your you hear phone me? was cutting out. What were you saying? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I said, uh, 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 I said, t- I would really love a where are they now from those guys. Truly. Right? Yes. That is a oh, good, God, I'm would... going to look that up. Oh, my God. What if we had them on as guests? <laughs> right? We need ah! to. We need this to. is like the guests you guys have all really been waiting for. <laughs> yeah. Or just we have. Or just we have. Um, um, so tell me all about it. Okay. It's on HBO. And it's called Beanie Mania. And, um, I mean, as far as documentaries go, it wasn't like some amazing, well-made, crazy one. But it was just the content is so fascinating. And I did feel like they did a good job of kind of showing why Beanie Babies became a phenomenon. Like, a little bit more. Please go on. Tell me. Part of it is going to be mysterious no matter what. Because what catches on is always going to be kind of a mystery. And I'll never understand, what are they called? Silly bands? Yes, silly bands. Rubber bands became trendy. Yes. (laughs) There's always some weird thing. Pogs. What? (laughs) Pogs. Or did you ever collect like Beanie Babies or any of these trends? Yes, well, Susie. Oh, but here's I think I think I I, I sort of uh, enjoyed them, but my grandmother really oh, loved she got on the connect. Train. Yeah, and she liked to connect to me in that way. I think she like. Well, that's thought nice. That I, yes, it was wonderful. I can I remember more of how. Ex- the the real joy of the Beanie Babies in in <laughs> like looking back came from how excited my grandma got giving them to me. Oh, and I can I mean she just loved it. I can I can see her at her little like vitamin shop that where she got her <laughs> prescriptions filled. Yeah, and they would have the Beanie Babies that would come in every week. Yeah, and she would like make sure to get there early to like get the one that oh. I you know like the new one. And, you know, it was like the – I remember she got me like that Princess Diana one, but it wasn't the fancy right. one. It was like the one that was just like regular <laughs> and it was fine. And I, I, little kid me was like, oh, this is the you right one. You were sort of disappointed. Like, yeah, but now I'm like, look at what she – I see that totally. My grandma's the best. By the way, the Amish guys are still on my roof, if you can believe oh, it. Oh, so, wow. well, we know. thought – what? either there was a lot of work to be done or <laughs> – <laughs> Well, it is a big roof. I'll give them that. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, Okay. Well, they did mention. Also, there was a holiday break in between. I mean, we got to give them. Yeah, they took a couple days off to, you know, celebrate Jesus' birthday. Um, Uh, Okay. So the Beanie Babies doc did mention how the, the, the guy that owned the company, Ty, his name is also Ty. And he. Oh, wait. It's not T.Y.? Well, his name is spelled T-Y. Oh. Ty Warner. I have questions about that. Why? <laughs> Why? Because if your name is spelled T-dot-Y, then you're T-Y, <laughs> no. not Ty. What do you mean T-dot-Y? Well, d- do you when hear I what looked- is happening on my roof right now? Yeah, but also if you hear in if you hear something in my background, <laughs> Bo's having a little dream and she's sleeping next you? to me. So if you hear a little like that's Bo having a dream. Sarah and I had to take a brief break because we sometimes you really realize how insane your life is. Like Sarah's in insane. Costa Rica. Her mom's yeah. on her death's door. Golly. 
her dog is in the hotel with her. There's Amish people on my roof, and we're talking about Beanie Babies. <laughs> I don't know what is happening. This is so dumb. Oh, I'll tell you what's not dumb. <laughs> Hello Fresh is not dumb at all. Golly, I'll tell you, that is, I could really use that right now. I, right. Because <sighs> it is one thing you did not want to have to think about. Like, we, our life. Do are they crazy. deliver to Costa Rica? Right. <laughs> That's what we need to find out. Because life is crazy and you want to simplify yes. and you want to make things easier. And HelloFresh does that because they send you fresh seasonal recipes and pre portioned ingredients for you to make delicious meals for your family. And if, let's say, you have a. New Year's resolution, you want to eat, you know, more veggies or less meat. You can, you can do the veggie option. You could do calorie smart. You could do the family friendly. They have gourmet options. Like, oh yeah. You know what? A lot of people want to do like, like a couple nights a week, swap out and do only vegetarian. Yeah. And if you did like three nights of HelloFresh and then your regular meals went yeah. like with meat and it, whatevs, that way you don't, because the hardest part about switching over is learning new types of food to cook. Right. People are like, there I don't know what go. to make. Yeah, so that's a good option. Yeah. Or let's say you're living on the edge and you don't care about uh, dieting. You can get the Dunkaroos cookie dough or vanilla delight like cheesecake. Or you know what? Do both. Balance. Yeah, treat yourself. That's right. Yeah. Balance. Okay, go to HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy16 and use code BrainCandy16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash BrainCandy16 and use code BrainCandy16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. This is such a good thing to start your new year out with. It'll help you get organized, I promise. Okay, yeah, the Beanie Babies thing did mention how um, Ty, the owner, decided not to sell them at Toys R Us or Walmart or any of the big box stores. He was only oh. at those like boutique places like your grandma went to or little card shops or gift stores. Yeah. And then it, he said that they, the owners were very loyal to him and it helped create the buzz that he needed. And then there was this lady that worked at the company who came up with the idea for the little poems that are on the tag. Yeah. And she was real young and also introduced them to the internet, which I know sounds crazy now, but it was like 1995 or something. Yeah. 93 maybe. And they were one of the first sort of little blogs or chat rooms that you could even go to. And that was innovative. And she was making $12 an hour. And after everything blew up and they were making billions of dollars, she asked to make... Like fifty thousand a year, or, or wait, one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year, and they said no, oh. and I cannot get over it, because she was pretty much the reason why they blew up. Oh my god! And they couldn't give her one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, which is a lot, but they're making billions they're off making of her billions. ideas. Oh my god! But. Like, what is she? Did they interview her? Yeah, she was so cute and really nice. And um, she was the daughter of immigrants, and she's just a really smart, cool person. I don't know what she does now, but I'm sure she landed on her feet because she was really cool and instrumental in their success. Man, I hate that that she doesn't get the. Yeah. We should look up her too and see what she's doing. But, like, what do you think it is, though, that creates? I know there's a lot of scholars that study, like, fandom and 
mm-hmm. when things go crazy. But what do you think it is? Is it was it the fact that there were limited quantities and people felt like yeah yeah? I think it's the scarcity, and then mm-hmm. when you get it into, it's like a magical age group. It's that 12, 13, 14, mm-hmm. who then make it cool. They're like the last, the last group before you lose them to, you know, like boys find girls and vice versa or, you know, whatever. But I feel is. like this was mom's. Like that's kind you of do? who what were the big collectors was the moms who thought this was like an investment. I can't figure out kind of what makes something turn into a crazy phenomenon, yeah. but it does seem like the women uh-huh. I feel like there's more to unpack about like the cultural moment where there has to be something with like also like yeah. I feel like also this is first women collecting things. And yeah, it's almost it like was... the MLM of the 90s where they yeah. thought this was going to be their ticket to What know. was the what was the feeling from men about this? <laughs> I mean, I can't help but think they probably thought it was ridiculous. And uh, like there was this guy uh, in Listen there. here, Star Wars collectors. <laughs> Well, at Tho- least those, those in glass houses. That's true, but those things at least retain their value and there was this right. guy. There was no evidence that this does or did. Right. And there was this guy that's a market analyst, and they called him the Beanie Meanie because oh he would go on all these shows and be like, this is a speculative market. You have no idea what they will be valued one day. And you're assuming that all these people making books about, like, here's what the Diana English Rose doll is going to be worth are right when we have no idea. And he was right. And he was right. I mean, that seems kind of predictable, though. <laughs> totally. Like, I don't, I, I can't ever, you're right. This is very different than all the other crazes because this is something where, like, it's like the MLM. There's, mm-hmm. do you think that's it? Is that they were selling, that that is what is the real phenomenon? Is like the hope. They think it's selling empowering. To, yes. Yeah. Because they don't have any, so they're trying to figure Ew, out. Yeah. Uh, I remember it. my oldest sister would go to McDonald's and get those little tiny teeny beanies. Yeah. Teeny <laughs> from beanies. the Happy Meals. I wonder what the beanie meanie would say about the teeny beanies. <laughs> teeny meanie on teeny beanies <laughs> today. And she uh, would like keep them minutes. in the plastic and put them up in her attic because yeah. she thought it was like a yeah. 401k no. for Pete's sake. A four- oh, God. <laughs> Meanwhile... Meanwhile, yeah. I wonder if you were to do the actual math mm-hmm. on what you spent. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not uh-huh. pretty. And you invested that. Even if you invested in what is the company that was like the parent company that they eventually sold to? I'm sure because no, Beanie Babies. still just tie. <gasps> no. Mm-hmm. And he's on the That's Forbes like peculiar. top two. He's a billionaire, this guy. And he, Stop it. I yeah. need to look up this tie. I still can't get over that I called it T.Y. Beanie Babies. Oh, no. That's what I was acronym. saying before about like I thought it was T.Y. Beanie Babies. I've always said that, T.Y. Beanie Babies. You thought it was like, thank you, Beanie Babies. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> totally. Okay, Ty, Ty Beanie Warner. Babies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ty Warner. Mm-hmm. That name sounds so, like he sounds like he should be on a reality show fixing up houses. He seems... <laughs> 
Yeah, what was that? Ty Pen Pendel yeah. Pend or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy. Oh my gosh. This guy looks not like how I expected him to look. Yeah, I agree. And I thought maybe he's a about? gay guy because he kind of has that look. I don't know. Uh, I think he might be asexual. Yeah, maybe. Because all he cares about is money, that guy. Yeah, he's he he I he I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, we have, once again, we have no idea. Once again. But we will speculate but, wildly. Uh, wow. It's, the funny thing is, like, there are still things you could click on that will say extremely rare Beanie Babies. Oh, my Let's God. Let's click on and see what that... What? Okay, okay, okay. You're back in This it. is available. This is... Let's play a game. Ho, Jose's Quality Values is that is... No, Joe's Quality Values I mix up the letters. I'm in, I'm in Costa Rica. I read it as Jose. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, funny. This is an extremely rare mm-hmm. Ty Warner Beanie Baby oh called Rainbow. It looks like a, uh, a Quackers is its name. It looks oh, yeah. like a <laughs> uh, dinosaur. Named Quackers? There's, that seems wrong. Yeah, right. I, I totally agreed. It's a, uh, it's, it's. Iggy the iguana without the razor back with the wrong tush tag. And the Iggy rainbow is also wearing a quacker swing tag. This is not computer generated nor contrived or falsified. It is a huge manufactured production error. And that's, I guess, the thing. It was like one of those. They love those. They love a flaw. This price reflects the extreme rarity, all caps. Fair offers are considered. Thanks again for consideration and potential purchases at Joe's Quality Values. Good fortune. Now, guess how much this is listed on Etsy at. Etsy is not where you can bid. So this is like. Please don't be above $100. Oh, Susie. Oh, no. Say it. What is it? $50,000. Oh, That's ridiculous. Nobody. I don't know if that. if Joe's quality values are are values. After you know all. what? I admire Joe's moxie. You know, right? He's good. now also. Oh my gosh, the uh, same one. I guess it has a different tag. So yeah. there comes the not yeah. rare ten ninety nine. Wow, that flaw is worth wow. a lot of money. Wow! Wow! Wee! Wow! Okay, well, yeah, that's. Ridiculous. I am getting like all the feels, kind of like going through the pictures of these Aww, Beanie Babies right now, because nice. I'm like, oh my god, I remember Quackers the Duck, that is the actual duck. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I had yeah. that. Nip the Gold Cat. I feel like Guys, you love Beanie Babies. Do yourself again. a favor and <laughs> just go down Daisy the Cow, Ringo the Raccoon. Man, I remember these guys. They were saying at the end of the film that this feeling that you have is kind of coming back because all these YouTubers, like that girl, Colleen, whatever her name is that everyone loves, she does Miranda Sings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She collected them with her mom, and so she did a video about it, like going through the old Beanie Babies, and then like people started getting into it again. So maybe you don't have a second life. Oh, my gosh. It might. I mean, everything else from the 90s is back. Damn it. What if Grandma was right? Even if I – okay. Even <laughs> if, if I got $1,000 from it, yeah, it would be like – Do you still have like one, but from the whole collection. I don't – I think that there's a chance I saved one for like 
to represent value. the collection, mm-hmm. like, you know, like... Was it the Diana one? there's no chance... Yeah, there's no chance <laughs> I saved uh, a bunch of them because I've recently gone through and I had to make a decision on a bunch of... Um, you know, like, my mom saved all of my old dolls and stuff like that mm-hmm. that were not, like, dolls you play with. Like, what are they called? They were called, oh, like... Yeah. Um, they had a name like Marie, like uh, 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 something something doll. <laughs> <laughs> something something. Something something doll. doll. Like a beady baby doll? No, no, not that. Um, I can't remember. There was like Laura, not Laura Ash. Something like that. Like I don't know, but like I, I think you made Basically. the right decision. Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> I mean the the real estate. Like the, think about how much the the how much I would have paid in storage fees for those things alone. True. They and would not have yeah, made Forget up. it. Okay. Were you a Beanie Baby fan? No, I never was. I never got into them. I think I was a little too old. I wasn't in the yeah, sweet probably. spot. Yeah. But I thought it was hilarious <laughs> that people would That's like funny. camp out and, you know, they would brawl. Like they would freaking lose their mind at the Hallmark store right. over, you know, bing bong the 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 bear or whatever right rainbow the and you have to you'd i think that we should have had counselors there just like we want them on reality tv (laughs) no joke or if we say you know what maybe you shouldn't do this with your time and it's like not even for the kids that's the crazy yeah that's where it gets yeah it's really got to be women in this like idea that i just saw this this kind of funny movie um i think you'd probably like it it was it was called Oh, I saw it in the airplane, so, you know, we can't be trusted. Yeah. That it, was good. it might have been the air pressure <laughs> right. altitude. That is a thing, remember. Um, but it was called uh, uh, Queen Pins, and it was with uh, Kristen Bell, and I can't remember who the other actress is. And um, they are couponers and, like, come up with a couponing scam, and they make millions mm, yeah, off of this couponing that. scam. Right? Mm-hmm. I was totally thinking of you. I'm like, Susie would Yeah, totally I love a coupon scam. But, and it was totally like that. Like, they talk about how, you know, they're kind of just bored and need something to do. And Yes. You know, why, see, this coup- is why what I mean. Is, why couponing is exciting. Because it's that rush that you get. Like, fr- you feel dopamine. like you're beating the system. Yes. Yeah. And I think that that feeling of, like, haha, you know, nobody got one over on me. Like, I, yes. I, here's my way out kind of thing. People Seriously. like women like that. So. Yeah. And it's sort of, remember the mythology about how women would like have to go to the doctors in the Gilded Age or whatever it was, and they would use a vibrator on them and then they'd be cured. Yes. It's sort of like yes. that. I, I mean, yes. where women are so subjugated and so they have to oh, think of these God. ridiculous things. And it's embarrassing. Ladies, stop it with these beanie babies. Well, what they really need is like actual, um, uh, what's the word? Agency. Yes. That's what we're really craving here. Yes. But we have, we resort to like collectibles. That's not good. Let's move on. (laughs) What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. 
Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, and the next one was uh, recommended to me by Christy, Brainiac Christy, and also somebody else. I forget who. Shout out to you, nameless person. Yeah, shout out to Christy. Uh, Christy. uh, She just sent me a nice message to make my mom, like, uh, feel better mom message. She's very sweet. She's very on top of the documentaries, which I love. And she recommended on... um, Let's see. This one was on, gosh, Discovery Plus, Fruitcake Ooh. Fraud. This story. Wow. <laughs> this one, I thank you for sending it because it just was right up my alley. Some, Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this about a fraudulent old fruitcake? <laughs> I wish. No. Oh, too bad. <laughs> this is about a guy who worked for a family-owned fruitcake bakery and <laughs> can we just all agree that that's already hilarious? Yes. Like just the name, the word fruitcake. Yes. Is so funny. Yeah. They're very sensitive about that, though, these people. That what, is there. it because of a gay reference? No, they're mad because Johnny Carson was the one who created the bit about how there's only one fruitcake and everyone just keeps giving it, like re-gifting yeah, it. No one actually right. eats it. And they are very defensive about it. And they're like, listen, fruitcake is delicious. And (laughs) we sell a million of these. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, it was cute because in the documentary they made, like, every interviewee eat some of the fruitcake. And (laughs) they were all, like, enamored with it. They were like, this really is delicious. So. Like, even even non-believers? Well. Like, non-fruitcake? No, I think. People who weren't. Into no, it? they were people that had already had it, but... Ah, there were no converts. Apparently, this company is known for making the world's best fruitcake, which is a low bar, admittedly, but <laughs> it uh, must be very high in sugar. Let's just right. call a spade a spade. I mean, I don't even know what the fuck a fruitcake is. It looks like some sort is of... Is this the Panatone or Pana... Pana oh, I hate that Whatever stuff. that... That yeah, the Italian Tony, one is? Uh, the Italian, I yeah. hate that thing. Yeah, why are they pretending like it's good? <laughs> it has like a weird flavor I don't like. Yeah, and raisins. You know yeah, how I feel about don't raisins. Don't put raisins in stuff. You know that the most hilarious tweet of all time is, imagine how bad a cereal has to be to <laughs> for two scoops of raisins to make it better. <laughs> I have laughed about that for months. <laughs> Because it's so true. They, and they're like, two scoops of raisins are the reason Kellogg's Raisin brand, brand's so pleasing? Come on. Oh, God, that's the jingle? That's the jingle. Wow. Two scoops of raisins are the reason Kellogg's Raisin brand's so pleasing. Oh, 
my gosh, is this like like mounds where people who like <laughs> don't like coconut are like, ah, sometimes I don't feel like neither. <laughs> wow, that is harsh, but fair. I love I love them. Don't, it's not me. I'm not saying this. Yeah, Lincoln loves I'm the them. Biggest, I'm the biggest fan of mounds and almond joy. Yeah, I don't know what the problem is. No problems. <laughs> Except when I'm out of Almond Joy or Mounds. In yeah, which that's case, the problem. only problem around the only here. problem. Not enough Mounds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sarah and I have totally lost Fruitcake and Mounds, also hilarious. <laughs> okay, so the fruitcake thing. Some dude, the, an employee, was stealing money from the fruitcake company to the tune of seven mil- $17 million. <gasps> Wait. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. There are so many things that that yes. implies. Yes. One. How did they have seventeen? <laughs> <laughs> Let's also assume that, that that he's stealing this, so it's kind of like going out the back door. Mm-hmm. There's more money that they're making. That's yes. They're going still into their in pockets. business. So they're they're making more money than just seventeen million a, a year on. I or mean, whatever. That, um, we are in the wrong business. We definitely. I am not making anything close to that. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> just to be and clear. we don't even have any raisins in our product that's right i mean we should be doing way better than we are if that is what a fruitcake company is earning oh my goodness that is so funny this bozo worked there and was doing that for like a decade and wow. this is what's crazy this is a small town in texas so you can imagine the type of people in the town mm-hmm. and then they hired this cute young black girl to work in accounting Mm -hmm. and she notices something weird on the books right now she's the only black person (laughs) probably in the town but at least in the documentary and probably at the company and she's like you can imagine how this feels i am a woman i am a member she said i'm a member of the black american race and mm-hmm. I am realizing that someone of another race, white, is white. stealing money. And so she goes, she doesn't know who's doing it. And she goes to her boss and tells him, well, unfortunately, he was the one doing it. Oh, <laughs> no. Yes. Oh, no. Then what? Well, so at the time, it was just like Ooh, one. Oh, this is such a good story. I know. Who would have thought? Not me. Yeah. <laughs> We're just over here eating our almond joys. <laughs> we didn't know. Sometimes so he does the old like, oh, that's weird. That's it must be a glitch. I'll handle it. Uh-huh. And she was like, I smelled a rat. And so she just yes. went back to her desk and kept on searching. And then she found over 800 of these. <gasps> yeah. Wow. So she's a hero. And she, you know, saved the business, Give really. Yeah, for sure. And, and so... The, the the documentary throughout almost all of it had a very light tone, even though it's a lot of money and everything. It was still sort of just like fun and it's fruitcake money. Yeah, it's fruitcake money, and the the people they were interviewing are from this weird town, and so they were characters, and it was really fun. But then the end got real dark because, um, well, he went to jail, of course, um, and he got only ten years, which to me is insane for all that money. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's white, so. That's yeah, and goes. then I I think about like were the you know because I think about like Bernie Madoff who like really destroyed people's lives yeah so, like, you know 
who were there like because this isn't like other people's m- well they talked about you know. though how they did they could not figure out they knew they weren't making the right amount of money so they were like laying people off and <gasps> oh no yeah so it, there it, is there are yeah, victims there were i mean not like bernie madoff that's but ter- well yeah but like still but that's yeah, yeah like the little guy got the you know the brunt of it that. because they right. were like look at we we don't know where the money's going maybe we're um they were they thought it was like they were using too many ingredients or something we've put too many raisins <laughs> too in. much fruit you guys cut it back to one scoop <laughs> yeah, right so so uh. i mean that was that was what they thought like because they couldn't figure it out anyway the guy got 10 years he's in jail he says he's sorry but then right before he gets out he takes his own life <gasps> what? Maybe he felt really guilty. I don't know. Huh. He. That's interesting. Ten years, and right before he gets out, what? What? I wonder how old he was when he went in. He. I would say middle age, fifty. Okay. Yeah. That is. There are a lot of. And he know. had a daughter, so he had a reason to want to get out. But did he? Did he get divorced? Yeah, she divorced him because she was. Yeah. Um, Pretending like she wasn't involved, even though she had like a thousand Rolexes. <gasps> and oh. she, they dumped him in the lake and they started going up on shore like all these Rolexes. The Rolex? <laughs> Stop it. It was great. This film is so Stop good. Stop totally it. They it. dumped him on the, in the lake. Rolexes in the lake. Can you imagine? And, and they have I a can't. serial number that knows what customer got it. Like, what are you doing? Oh my God. And then like... <laughs> The bottom of the lake is where you're going to... Oh, my, <laughs> I can't. It's great. I mean, because... It's funny what people do in moments of panic. Well, and it's sort of like, what was all this for? You know? Like, you couldn't really flaunt. Or spend it. it. They did, but they couldn't do it what you would normally do if you had that kind of money. So... Right. What do you do with $17 million? They implied that it was sort of like they wanted to be in the upper crust of this small town. They wanted to mingle with, like, the... Because southern towns do have real yeah. hierarchies and stuff. But, I mean, come on, $17 million? They said if he had stopped, like, a year before, no one would have ever known. Wow. Like, why wouldn't you like, just stop at, like, you know, that's five gotta be That's got to be something about, like, the the just getting off on knowing yeah. that you're doing human, it. Human, uh, what's it called? I don't know, oh, human God. nature, really. Anyway, so yeah. that's good, but I totally ruined it. So, sorry about the spoilers, but I couldn't resist. Oh, no, I think those those are, are good Spoilers. Um, I'm still going to watch that. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Okay. Um, I have like about 50 more docs, but I won't continue because it's getting out of hand. I will just say that on HBO, that one about Sesame Street, Street Gang is phenomenal. Loved it. Oh, what a cute name. It was so good just to see behind the scenes of like how they do the puppets and how it was produced. It's, that was a good one. Okay. I'm done. I fucking love Sesame Street. It it really does make you feel like special, and you. Think, oh, I oh, watched the, that's uh, the best uh, in the world. Uh, Mr. Rogers document, not documentary. The uh, the one with the film. Um, Tom Hanks. Yeah, was it good? Yes, it was so good. Okay, I gotta see it. Oh, you didn't see? Uh, you know what? I, I kind of resisted it too. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. I think it 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 says a lot without saying a lot. Oh, I love you know what I mean ones. by that? Yeah, yeah. Like, and they say if you know Mr. Rogers in the if you know Fred Rogers in the way that that you know maybe you and I do because we've like 
talked about him on here and asked the questions and seen the documentary and everything, then I think you'll pick up things from the the documentary about his humanness. Oh, or not the, the documentary, yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. About his humanness. Yeah, and because we do kind of mythologize people and make them seem like saints when we're all yeah. just... Yeah, and know, they talk about that. Of oh, like that's cool. What that does, and they have like um, uh, a couple lines that the woman who plays his wife says about what that means for her if we call him a saint. Oh, yeah, and, and I'm sure his sons too. Yes, yeah. they talk about all of that, and it's really... I liked it. I thought he did a really good job, and the way he... Like, Tom Hanks' affect in it is, I think, pretty good. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, let's talk about how they put out a Ghostbusters box set of like all the different Ghostbusters movies and did Uh not include the one with the females. I fucking knew it. I said that when I said that in the movie theater to my brother, when we were sitting there watching the movie, I said, so are we just going to pretend like the one with, for this plot line to work? Yeah. Are we going to pretend like the one with the women just didn't exist? And my brother's like, yeah, that's what I think we're doing. I mean... So what's that about? Yeah, Sony, if you're listening, go fuck yourself. Because yeah. that is not okay. The, the sin that's... of that movie is that the, the heroes have vaginas? I'm missing something. And I it can't. didn't fit in there. It, like, I want to know what the argument for that is. I know. Like, I want to know, too. Not fit in there. I can, like, hear it, like, oh, well, They'll that was, like, another, um, like, timeline. like, in another, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, another timeline or, like, some, like, other universe or something like that. Like, something annoying like that. I that's, hate like, it. M- only makes sense if you're basing this on, uh, you know, Everything else in Ghostbusters, they're acting like, a like it's real. real. Yeah, right. Come on now, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's not what believable. It feels like they're gonna do, and I'm gonna be like, uh, you do understand, like, you know, it's kind of like the people who get caught up in like the no, that's a Marvel universe. I'm like, yeah, but it's I like, do understand yeah, we're you know, about this is about ghosts. Right? We're busting right. ghosts, okay? Busting ghosts, <laughs> and that's not believable. With Slimer okay. and a Marshmallow Man. Gotcha. I get, I get. <laughs> I can't with that so, shit. So, yeah, there's nothing more that I have to say about that. I just wanted to, to tell you I'm mad about it. And... I just wanted something to just grind my gears. <laughs> okay, next. Uh, there is this show on HBO called How To with John Wilson. Have you seen it? No. Um, but I feel like I would like something like that. Okay. So, 
I wouldn't, if I had just put it on, I would have been like, what in the heck is this? And why is this on HBO? Because it's so weird. But I read an article about it in the New York Times. And so I had context for it. And so then I could yeah. appreciate it. So I'm going to provide context in case you guys want to watch it. Yes. This guy, he goes around New York City and just films constantly and has been doing so for years and years and years. And just films people living their lives and what happens when people are just people. And then the show concept is in theories, for example, the episode I watched was called How to Make Small Talk. And mm-hmm. so theoretically, he's supposed to be teaching you the, the, the sort of tips on how to make small talk, but it's not really that. It's about people and interactions and how we behave. And and he seems, I don't know if he's like on the spectrum or just very quirky, kind of like a like a nerd kind of guy. Yeah. Um, so he's very awkward and probably not very good at small talk. And so it, it is mm-hmm. funny to, to hear him trying to <laughs> give tips on it. Right. Okay, Teach somebody how to do it. What stuck out to me, and the reason why I'm even mentioning it, is in the New York Times article, he said something about reality TV that really hit me. Oh. Because he wants this show to be not like reality TV. He wants it to be the truth. <laughs> And he wants it right, to be... Right, because we need a new freaking name for what that right, reality Right, exactly. Is. Yeah. Here's the quote. If you kept any shot of reality TV rolling just a few seconds longer, the illusion would be shattered. Yes. And... Ah! Uh, that... Dude! That right? is so freaking like, true. Because it, you know, we all know about editing and everyone that watches it gets that it's not like in real time or something. Right. But that phrase sort of encapsulates what you and I try to do on Patreon, where we talk about reality TV and sort of deconstruct it and say like, okay, yes, she said that. But like, if you really did keep the camera rolling and show it the the moments after that, when they go get a bowl of cereal or go like have diarrhea or (laughs) whatever, it would change the whole concept everything and he's he wants to create a show that is constantly finding people who crackle to life in those extra seconds in those like unpolished portraits the ones ones when we're really a person yes every single thing that we like yes is those moments yes that to me is the beauty of the world and what is removed from reality tv and then perverts our sense of what is true Yes, it does. And the frickin' name is a big problem. Yes. Maybe that's the place to start. Like the semantics of it. Yeah, to just petition for that to be changed to non-scripted television. Yeah. They they do try, but, I mean, what it was sort of like the, the toothpaste was out of the tube, you yeah, know, because that was what it was called initially. Right. And I don't even think anyone has an illusion that it's real, but it does inform sort of how you see the world and it makes, and that's why it everyone does. has like Instagram face and we're all trying to look like each other even more than we ever did before. Right. And I feel like if it, it's one thing for us who, who can see what it was like before and after, but what if you're 11 Yeah, and you grew up in this and you say reality TV, I don't think... In the same way, I always think about my like my mom's lesson with the movie um, 
or the lesson that now I, I can reflect on and, and pick up from it was um, the movie Clueless. Mm-hmm. My mom was like, you're not allowed to see this movie because you will not understand that, that, that they're making a joke of yeah. how girls are. Yeah. You th- you're going to think that that's how cool girls are, and you're not, gonna, you're not old enough to understand that they're, they're joking about how ridiculous those girls are. And she was fucking right. I watched that movie, and I was like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And I acted like that. Because yeah. I did not know that it was like satire or, you know. Mocking that type mocking of Mocking that. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. So I think that when you, when you have kids who are in that age group where that they watch that and they're like, reality TV? Yeah, totally. Like, like people on uh, uh, Jersey Shore, whatever it is. Or I don't know. You know I'm what like always, so dated in my references now. What always baffles me, though, Sarah, is that the people that make the shows – and many of which I am friends with. Some of my best friends are producers. But mm-hmm. they, even they, and they're there for all of it, kind of buy into the lie yeah. that it's a, tr- a true story and don't really fully acknowledge the damage that they can do to people. You what? think that's like a cognitive dissonance? Yeah. Like ha- they ha- yeah. yeah. There has to be like a, like they have to say that. They can't that. admit it. Right. Right, because then yeah. they have to stop or do it different or right. or just admit that they are part of the problem. Yeah, and that's, too, what that, that un- starts to unravel things, too. When, do you notice how, like, when they talk to us even, like, after you're done and you rap yep. and then there's the rap party, they sort of, like, act towards you as if, like, it wasn't your real life that you just were living on camera. They kind of act like, okay, we're done with that show, even though yes. it was yes. <laughs> your real life. Totally. I can't explain it. It's a very strange thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're done with that. And then, yeah, and then they talk to you like normal, like they, like they haven't been ignoring you for the past two months. Yeah, and like they sort of do don't realize that you're you still mad and so talk to me. Right. Mm-hmm. The, yes. Oh, <gasps> totally. Like they don't even think that all the fights are real or something. Like, no, I'm still mad at them for saying Yeah, that. like, I yes. still hate that person. I don't want to be with wow. them. Like, I, it's like, very But strange. the show's over. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So That's the, totally weird. The John Wilson show is great, and I love it, but it is definitely weird and not for everybody. But I think it's a cool thing to give it a try because it's unlike anything else you've ever seen. And I think... Weird. Yeah. So... Well, and I like weird and not for everybody, so. Yeah. Some would describe me as that. (laughs) That's that's true about everyone, though. Not just you. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. Are you familiar with the thing where when you're buying a house, sometimes the realtor will tell you to, like, write a letter to the owner of the house and tell them why you should get it? Uh, I am f- uh, not in buying a house, but as somebody who has tried to rent in a very competitive market, I have oh, a renter's yeah. bio. Oh my God. I send them a packet, like a little about me. No. Saying like, yep. This, I had a realtor who like a, a, a somebody who was helping me out trying to, to find a place for mm-hmm. me. And he was like, yeah, that could be really helpful. Well, I've gotten every single apartment I've applied for because... Some of them I turned down. I'm like, no, I, I've changed my mind. But And I think it has a lot to do with this renter bio. So I think that that's a good idea. Okay. So 
when we were buying our house, I was told to write this letter also, and yes. I did so because yes. they basically say, you know, when you get 50 offers and they're all more or less the right. same, that can tip the scales. And yeah. maybe if you say, you're, you know, they maybe want to avoid an Airbnb person or someone that's just going to rent or it out. Or they have like an idea that, that somebody else is going to have a family who has similar Christmases yeah. in their, like, and yeah. they can see the magic. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, a pa- and I never thought about it. I just did what I was told and mm-hmm. wrote the damn thing. But I do think it's weird. But, you know, like you said, it's a competitive market. And if you want the house, right. you'll do whatever. But apparently, in one state, Oregon, they have banned it because it it can lead to discrimination, which totally makes sense. One hundred percent makes sense. And because I am white, I didn't think of it on my own, and I'm glad to have someone tell me that because I never considered that might happen. Wow! Yeah, that absolutely. If you're a same-sex couple, or oh. If you're a racial minority or a million other things, then they might go with yeah. the white people. And it totally is a privileged to, thing to be able to write a letter and know that yours will float to the top. Yeah, I mean, even your renter bio. Like, on For one hand, sure, I get it because a landlord doesn't want someone that's going to trash their house. They want someone that, mm-hmm. they, that seems reliable and responsible and all that stuff. I get it. But Mm -hmm. then what that can exclude are, like, the biases that we have about certain groups of people being something that is undesirable. Absolutely. And you know what? There is a part of me that, that like, emphasizes that, you know, I'm quiet and – or there's a part in there that emphasizes that I'm quiet and, like, what job I do Mm -hmm. because I think there's also – I've definitely felt like, oh, there's the assumption that they're going to think I'm, like – because I have a bunch of tattoos – that they're going to think I'm, like, you know, oh, crazy yeah. and wild yeah. or something like that. So I like to, you know, uh, make sure people know that I don't maybe match the image of what you have for people with mm-hmm. tattoos if you have that more, I don't know, antiquated view on what tattoos mean. Well, and in some cases, it can tip the scales in favor of someone who might otherwise not get it. So, like, mm-hmm. they gave the example of a home that had been modified to accommodate people with disabilities, and then the letter oh, writer yes. was in a wheelchair and said how important it was that they get a house that accommodated them, and then it worked in her favor. So mm-hmm. I can see how it can go the other way, but I bet you more often than not it oh, is for sure. the, the thing we are all used to, which is systemic racism and implicit yes. bias. Um, it seems more reasonable to do it if you're renting. Yeah. Because you're going to have to deal with them for however long. Yeah. But buying a house, I kind of, I think it should just be the offer. Whatever is the best offer. Because you're not going to ever deal with them again. Never. Right. Exactly. It's all just the, the emotional ties we have to the house. Right. And that's, that can lead to people not getting a house who deserve it, you know because their skin color or something else. Yeah. I don't love that, but I never thought about it, so I thought I'd bring <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. 
And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You know, I just read something else that was an article that came out talking about how, I can't remember what state this happened in, but a woman, uh, or a family, they had their house appraised, and it was, and they're a black family, and they had pictures up in their house of their family, and, you know. Oh, yes, did, did, yes, I was reading about this. Yes, yeah. and it, it appraised, I want to say for something crazy, like a half a million dollars less than what and and they so they were like huh that's so strange all of our friends and all the other people in our neighborhood their houses went for so much more what's the deal so they switched out the photos with the you know some i don't know some white pictures and like people of like a a family that was like a white family and the house went for way more it was appraised for way more and now they're suing for discrimination as they freaking should yep that is so. I I was like, oh and that's my not god! A, that's not, I bet that happens yeah. all the time. Right. That's not a one-off. That is no standard. That's so bullshit. Yeah, and it's very yeah. hard to prove it unless you have an example like that. Right. You know? Right. Because it's just like a feeling. Oh god. Yeah. So good to know. I can't believe I, in that article it was saying. You can buy on Etsy, like, templates for these stupid love letters. I mean, that is so, so dumb. Like Templates pe- for... People aren't like even the- writing them themselves. They're just going on Etsy and <gasps> buying the letter. No. Yeah, and, like, putting their family's pictures on it or whatever. Oh, my gosh, I hate that. Right? It's so stupid. This should not be going on. No, that's good that they make that illegal, actually. I hope so. Yeah, and you know what? You just have to be, like, schmoozy when you meet the landlord, I guess. Yeah, well, like I said, renting is different. They have to deal with you for a year or more. Right. And so, of course, they're going to want someone they can feel comfortable with. I'm I'm quiet. I enjoy gardening and crossword puzzles. (laughs) Oh, my God. My brother's like, you sound like you're 80. I'm like, I live like I'm 80. Yeah, right. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's my life. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, the history of fake snow in the movies. Was a oh, cool. I read. Yeah. I had read in the New that York Times. That stuff seems toxic as fuck. <laughs> it is. And, like, I had read previously one in the New York Times about people that have to create the set look like a season that it's not. Sometimes it's Yeah, my parents. But- yes. So what I grew up doing. I Our, wonder- I have, my mom had an entire kit that was just desert. She had two, one to make people look cold and one to make people look dirty. Wow. An entire kit, like huge, with cool stuff in it. These icicles stuff to put on like eyebrows and put on like, oh, it was so cool, the stuff in there. And my dad was art direction, so he did all the sets. 
So, okay, let me give you the scoop on the fake snow situation. And, like, how in the movies, what they had to do before they had, like, fake snow machines. Oh, those are so fun. They are. I Yes. And now we've, got, we've come a long way in the fake snow department. But it wasn't always that simple, Sarah. Tell me, tell me. Okay, so apparently in the days of, like, let's say It's a Wonderful Life, like uh. that era... I feel like you could have gotten away with soap that it's so hard to see the details in that kind of footage. That's true, but there, with everything they tried, there was always a problem, you know, and a Bubbles. lot of it had to do with, like, respiratory, like, breathing it in. <gasps> oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. Of course. Yeah. Ew, I guarantee Ew. you they breathed in it's some toxic stuff. <laughs> yes, because first they, well, they used bleached cornflakes for a while. And that oh, was problematic. You're just huffing bleach. Huffing bleach. Then the, the cornflakes fall really fast as opposed to snow, which sort of like meanders so. down. And then when it's on the ground, you, it crunches. So <laughs> if you had audio, then that wasn't going to work. Then they use friggin' asbestos. You know, I had the crazy thought when I was thinking about snow, about like when you were talking about it being toxic, what came to mind was popcorn ceilings when when oh, ugh, yeah. I will admittedly uh, like tried to screw in one of those like plant hanging things and then, and then you see what falls down. It, and I was thinking in my mind, that kind of looks like snow. And I was I did that in the, my last apartment. And I was like, thank God I have an uh, what is it N N ninety five yeah. mask that I had on hand, and I put that on. And I was like, I'll finish the project with this. But if we didn't have freaking pandemic, I might not have had that on hand. Yeah. So, you know. Well, and they even would oh, sell it in the stores. Like that. people would buy it as de- <gasps> decoration for their house, like snow decoration. Oh Nuts. God. Oh God! Then they tried Man, cotton. we were t- we were really poisoning people with a lot of shit back in the day. That is for sure. Like, and it wasn't even that long ago where we had lead. And we're, pipes now we're and like, stuff. is it organic? <laughs> right. I don't want any problems. <laughs> and then, they meanwhile, tried- I was chewing on lead paint walls. Truly. Truly. Yeah. Truly. You've seen my mom's house of horrors. I'm lucky to be. Oh alive. my God. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, they tried cotton as well, but that was also hard to breathe and was also a fire hazard, so that was weird. Yeah. And, um, like, there was continuity issues with if you went inside after having the fake snow on you, it didn't melt, of course, because it's not real snow. Right. And there right. was a scene in It's a Wonderful Life where he's running outside <sighs> in the snow and, like, his face is wet from what you might think would be, like, the the melting snow but it's really because they were filming in encino and it was 90 degrees outside and you it was sweating. hot yeah oh they tried salt interesting wax, and even marble yeah, dust i oh I, <laughs> I i i'm thinking of inhaling all those things would cause such respiratory problems it's so bad like long term like oh my mm-hmm. gosh i could just imagine you know those we we talked about you talked about another episode women who were painters or something who had all the silver poisoning oh yeah that was like and ha- the clock the watchmakers right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and so I, I feel like there were a whole bunch of these jobs that people did back way back when or maybe not way back when that did all this here's my question <laughs> is snow that difficult to make 
What is, is snow? Yeah. Well, it was back in the day. I mean, now they use. Like I feel like, all I mean, how do we do that? Yeah, what's the stuff that they put on the ski slopes? The fake powder. They blow snow, yeah, it, but it's real it snow. Powder. It's like, yeah, because it's but it's, wa- it's water. It's like, I have no idea how that's made. Is I thought that it was seems like, like something that would be fun to kind of take a. a to explore, to go down that road. Yeah, maybe it's like asbestos things. and we didn't even know it. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop it right now. Yeah, but I mean, the, that article that I read about the, how they had to design sets and and make yeah. it the opposite season of what it was, that was just fascinating by itself because of all the little tricks they have to do to make it look like flowers are blooming when they're not. And yeah. I mean, those people. It was so fun. Those th- it's so fun, that world. Yeah. It's, like, really, really magical. Because you have seen it behind the scenes. Oh, like you saw oh it's so fun. It's so fun. Okay. But it's, it's fun because it's fun when you see, oh, gosh. I can't even begin to describe how exciting it was as a seven-year-old, eight-year-old, nine-year-old, you know, that kind of, like, fun imagination age, especially when you're into, like, dress-up and stuff like that, to go to the costume houses with my mom, your mind can't even fathom how big these places are and how many costumes there are in there. And the greatest thing is that they archive everything from movies. Mm -hmm. And so you walk down all of these... It's basically like an airport hangar. So there's a bunch of places out in, like, kind of, like, Studio City area and, like, Burbank area where they have, like, the Warner Brothers studio lot. Universal Studios back lot has, like, a Universal Studios wardrobe department there. This is, like, an airplane hangar where you have to you have to have one of those, like, ladders that they have at Home Depot that goes up, like, three stories to climb up to the top ones, which was so fun because I got to go on those when I was little, and they would not let me go on them at Home Depot, but they definitely <laughs> let me go on them at Warner Brothers, which was so fun. And you climb up to the top, and they would have everything sectioned by uh, either theme, t- year, so you'd go in the section, it would be all... Uh, like 1920s or 1950s. And then they would section it off by theme in that year. So I saw all of the costumes from a league of their own, all of the costs. I remember seeing those and being like, oh my God, baseball in this. And then they had the movies. Uh, What are the other movies I've seen? Matilda, that was really fun. Waterworld, really cool costumes. Um, Oh, just like, and then they have a whole section that's all Santas. So it's like no. every movie and all the Santas, but it, like the whole section is Christmas and Santas. And so it'll just be an entire like Walmart aisle of rows and rows and rows of Santas from every single movie and every single generation. Because everything is rented and then they get reused. And, right. and so a lot of the movies have, it's so fun. And the, and the art department's the same. Where you go in there and it's all these big foam rocks and foam stuff and stuff that looks like stuff that's not that stuff. And like, and the, the coolest one are the gaff, the, the Foley artists, I think they're called, the that, that make the fake noises. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I they still that. have them. So when you said cornflakes, like crunching on the ground, I was like, ooh, they would probably love that for fall. Like, I wonder what they use. And they would just be like, hey, you want to hear a horse? And they'd take out like, like the movie, the freaking... 
Oh, what is that one that everybody loves with the, the funny one, the night, uh, the horses, and they use the coconuts, and they're like, and I'm like, shit, that's really how they do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Monty Python, when they're yeah. like running, and they, and that, I'm like, that is totally fun. Yeah, that all like, is very magical because they don't pick up so the cool. sound the way that you think, so they have to add it afterwards, like Sarah said, and they use yeah. all these random things to make noises that aren't actually what they are. Yeah, so like somebody will have shoes on their hands, and mm-hmm. they'll be using like, like mucky stuff that they got out of a lake, but it's inside of a Fisher Price pool, and they're timing it perfectly as they're watching, you know, the person walk through the mud, and it's just so fun to watch See, and really cool. Real. Everything is alive. No, it kind of, you know, and you said like, does it kind of ruin it? It did make it so I was fine watching scary movies when I was little. Wow. Because it made it like, oh, this is all pretend. And then I grew up and I was like, oh, shit, this kind of is sometimes real. And now I'm like, can't watch them. Can't watch the murder stuff anymore. Yeah, right? I was like, oh, wait, my best friend is pen pals with serial killers. Right. Can't watch this anymore. This is too real. Right. That's so funny. Well, the magic of movies. Whatevs. What is is your, let me think if I know this, what your favorite movie is. Is this something that I know? Well, yes. Mm-hmm. You oh do. yeah, Toy Story. You definitely know this. Yes, right. Okay, good. What about and, adult? No, good. Not I'm like adult, not X-rated. I mean, like not kids. Right. Well, What's that's. Mean? I always say this two-part question. Okay. Like it's kind of like a question that gets two answers. There's like I call it like the nostalgia movie that you mm-hmm. love and is your favorite, yes. and then like right, regular right, right. adult totally. movie that you love. You can guess this one too, Susie. Okay. Yes, you can. Oh, my God. Don't say it. Yes, you can. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Interstellar. Yes, it is. Ding, 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 Sarah's ding. favorite non-kids movie is Interstellar. Is the movie Susie refuses to watch just now <laughs> for sheer comedy purposes only. <laughs> I really wasn't avoiding it actively right. until it became funny and now it is on and purpose n- now you have to yeah I now keep it's like going. yeah it's so funny that is crazy. oh my gosh i, I don't know you that see, i knew that that was your favorite i don't know that i knew it was my favorite until i started going on more first dates and then people started asking <laughs> and i actually had yeah, to come up with a real an answer. answer to that question so i was like mm, okay i gotta get this down and so i started naming all the movies that i really like and they're all um uh, they fall into the category of realistic sci-fi future movies. <laughs> and realistic is important. Contact, The Martian, Interstellar. Whoa, that's interesting. Yeah. What the hell? I know. Isn't that's that? so weird, yeah. I am totally weird. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Like, oh, there's, there's a theme to this. Okay. I want the future to be now. What's your favorite movie? My favorite? Do, uh, do I know this? Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Probably What's not. Susie's favorite movie? Susie's. Is it old or new? Older or it's newer? It's about, I think, maybe 10 years, 15 years old or something. Is it Sliding Doors? No, but I do love that one. Okay. It's The Prestige. Oh, I freaking knew that. If you would have given me a little bit more time, maybe I could have come okay, up with that. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. But my favorite, like you know, you in, say, this t- in this in this podcast that we have, like, that probably wouldn't have a moment of silence, maybe <laughs> wouldn't be the best. Part. Right. Like, hang on. Just give me, like, five minutes of silence to really rack my brain. <laughs> As we're recording. Real college try. My favorite nostalgia ones, though, are Field of Dreams and The Cutting Edge about the figure skater and the hockey player. 
It's I have not seen that, and you've referenced that a couple times. Well, <laughs> it's really listen, stupid, I need some movies to watch right now. So it's okay, the fun cutting to watch, edge, but it isn't like you know cinematic m- masterpiece or listen, anything. None of those ones don't need to be. <laughs> right, 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 right. Have you watched it recently? <laughs> no. Because sometimes you watch those and it's like, whoa, that didn't okay, hold maybe. up. I do keep telling Lincoln I want to watch it with him. Oh, yeah. Because I think he'd it. like it. Some of them do hold up there and they're great. I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Also, if you were wondering how artificial snow is made at ski resorts, yeah. it's made by firing air and water under pressure mm-hmm. into cold air to make tiny ice crystals. And then those ice crystals fall and create snow. Okay. That's so you need the high pressure and, pr- like, this machine, really, mm-hmm. firing something under high pressure, firing air and water together under really high pressure. Um, speaking of ice crystals, <laughs> I learned this really cool thing okay. that, because the other, t- uh, like, I think this was, like, around that full moon that we had last month or the month before, mm-hmm. but there was a really cool, um, I was in Denver, and there was a really cool ring of, like, red around the moon. I was like, what is that? That looks so cool. So I Googled it, and I looked up, like, what the science behind that is. And it's this, it's kind of similar to what happens in the northern lights, where it's, Mm. like, the gases reflecting off of the tiny ice crystals. And depending on what gases are there, they can make different colors based on where you are. And in Denver, it happened to be red. And I was not the only one who saw this, because when I looked up, when I looked it up, it kept coming up in the feed of, like, Red ring around the moon, 2021, blah, 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 2020. <laughs> like, I was like, holy crap, other people are noticing this. And then the next day, and they said it could also happen um, with, and it could look like a rainbow. And then the next day, I saw it in the clouds, and it was a rainbow that was, like, made out of these tiny ice crystals. So if so, take a look That's up adorable. here. And you can sometimes see some cool, like, northern lights, gas, sciencey stuff taking place. Tell your kids and your friends. There you go. <laughs> Tell your kids and your friends. Yeah, be like, hey, see that red ring there? That's the same thing as the Northern Lights. Where it's re- That's like great. Light refract- I love it. Refracting or something. Fun fact. Yeah, I love those. Hey, everybody, join our Patreon.com slash Brain Candy for um, bonus content and everything about reality TV that we post. And check out yes. our merch, would you? How about those kicks we got going oh, on? Oh, my gosh. They're so stinking cute. So cute. They're perfect. Perfect. I love them. I wear them and, every day. Man, They're adorable. I wish that my grandma, I hope my grandma's looking down. Because one. what I used to do for her, she loved my little doodles so much, mm-hmm. she wanted me to draw them on her white kids. So Aww. I would take fabric pens, and I, my grandma had That's probably cool. 10 different pairs of my shoes that I would give her for any holiday, any season, or whatever, that I had doodled all over. That's cool, And my Sarah. grandma would have been so stoked to see my doodles on actual shoes that she could buy. She would have been, like, selling those, like, like you know, little kids sell, like, so I don't know, candy at, at for their soccer team. Like, yeah. who wants to buy these shoes for my gra-? Everybody at her old people home would have been rocking those. That's for nice. Sure. I love that. So, shout out to Grandma. Yeah, check out our merch because Sarah's doodles are awesome. Ugh, I'm so proud of that. And we love you guys, and we'll see you next time. We love you so much. Bye, Bye guys. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.